there's so many byproducts of having a podcast that you just, you can't even put a value on. I mean, sure. you cannot put a value on it. All the connections that I've made through the podcast, even being able to add value to other people that are on the show, you know, like all those connections are so valuable. Should I start a podcast? Well, should you? Should you start a podcast? You've probably asked yourself that question many times. Well, I recorded a call with a friend of mine who's also thinking about starting a podcast. We just talk about some many common questions that I get that obviously she had about starting her own podcast. Should you start it? And aren't there too many podcasts already? Well, are there? Well, what's your goal with that? Well, you're going to hear us go through that today. I hope if you are considering starting a podcast, you will learn a lot from this show today. I hope you'll be encouraged. And I hope you'll also consider us for podcast production. Don't forget about our team that is is producing podcasts from many other groups now. But I hope that you learn a lot, that you're encouraged, and you hustle. You move forward with your podcast because of what you hear today. Thinking of maybe starting a podcast, I don't know. I never wanted one, but the word on the street, it hasn't died down yet. So I wanted to hear an expert opinion, someone who works hard and know what it takes to do it. Yeah. Well, you probably know most of the questions I would ask you, you know, like what's your goal in doing it? What, you know, what are you trying to accomplish? And, and I would think I, would, I probably know most of that, but, but still you would need to think pretty hard about that. You know, what are you trying to accomplish? It is a myth that like, it's too late to start a podcast and all that, you know, and, and because you're collecting your own following, right? Uh, it's irrelevant that all these other podcasts were started or other people have followings. Like you, you have your own people, your own following, your own people that are going to connect with you that don't connect with me or Joe or Dan or, you know, all these people that you and I both could name off there's going to be people that you connect with that love you, right? And you're, you know, the things you do or stand for and, and how you interview or what you talk about, or that's important to you, you know? So it's just ultimately, if you want to get it, you know, like commit to it and make it happen, right? Obviously it's not cheap either, but I'm a testament to it being worthwhile, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. What questions do you have specifically or how could I help you? Does it have to be daily? <laughs> no. It does not have to be daily. I don't even know that I would suggest it. Like a lot of numerous people ask me all the time, you know, should I do it daily? And I say, well, are you married? Do you have kids? <laughs> Probably not then. Right. You know, like obviously the more interviews you do, the more connections you make. No, I mean, it's just, it's simple math, right? The more interviews you do, the more content you produce, the more people you get in front of, the more networking you're able to do. So it just, it works faster, right? The more you can do, it's just that simple. However, you have to consider the the commitment level, right? And not just for you, but for your team or the commitment of the financial component of it, you know, mm-hmm. and your family and the time it's going to take. And, you know, is it worth doing it weekly? Of course, no doubt about it. Yeah. You know, there's so many, and I just hear this all the time. You know, it's like, well, my downloads aren't growing. You know, I don't have the following and it's just not as beneficial as I expected and all these like metrics, which are so important, but there's so many byproducts of having a podcast that you just, you can't even put a value on. I mean, you cannot put a value on it. All the connections that I've made through the podcast, even being able to add value to other people that are on the show, you know, like all those connections are so valuable, right? And even even to the point, like, you know, the first year of the podcast, nobody had a clue who I was. Well, a year later, 
most people knew who I was when I go to an event, right? Well, the next year I'm speaking at the events, you know, so, you know, I can't put a measurement on that to the podcast, but that's where all that came from, you know, which started. So, so that will happen, but you just have to know it's a commitment. And, and I think you could easily do a weekly podcast or, or maybe you do a weekly interview and a weekly solo show, you know, I mean, like there's so many ways to think through that where you can have like two shows a week, you could do an interview and then you could do like even a, a 10 minute solo show a week. Right. Or, or, you know, to make it like so it's not so burdensome, but you're still getting a couple shows a week mm-hmm. and they're hearing you more often. If I hadn't been doing a daily show, I would have tried to have done as many solo shows as I could. But doing a daily show like I just don't have the, didn't have the capacity to add like the time it takes for me to prep content and things like that for myself. You know what I mean? To do a good quality solo show. Mm-hmm. But I think interviews are so important. Just the, the credibility by association and the connection, the networking that you get through that, right? The 10 minutes or 15 minutes that you're not recording after the show is the most important time, right? I mean, that's the most important time for you to connect with that person. But the solo shows allow you to be in the spotlight more as well, right? With your following. But it also, there's so many byproducts of that because you know, as you develop, let's say, you know, this investor relations team or people or whatever, it's like, man, your investors have questions. Well, they can just go find this podcast that Alina did, you know, and solo the better, right? You know, it is sent to that investor, right? Well, listen to this 10 minute episode Alina did about this topic, right? And then it's still you, you know, being that expert and you gaining the credibility and all those things, you know, from your investor base. So over time, I think solo shows are, are valuable, but interviews are, are probably just as valuable I just, like I said, doing a daily show, did not have the bandwidth to also do, you know, just the planning involved to do a quality, that many quality solo shows anyway. Are you about to start a podcast or producing a podcast and tired of doing the editing yourself? We have produced over 1,000 daily shows and the production team that I've created, they're now available to produce shows for you as well. We can do as little or as much as you need from finding and communicating with guests, preparing introductions, to editing the audio and video. You will sound better, have a more professional presence, and be able to spend your time doing other valuable tasks on your business. Let me know you're interested by emailing me directly at Whitney at LifeBridgeCapital.com. Yeah, no, that that was great. And you've partially answered this question, but what would you do differently if you were to start today? Yeah, so if I had to do it again personally, I believe that I would have done longer shows. You serious? With with the attention Um, some people have? So I would have done longer shows. I'll answer your question, but then I'm going to follow up with how we're fixing to change the show as well. Okay, so if I had to start over again, I would have done probably longer shows except they would have been much more focused and segmented. And so I could have still done daily content, but they would have been much more focused. They would have been much deeper conversations. We would have been better prepared. And even more importantly, we could have had better guests. Consistently, we could have been more selective. So when I'm interviewing 30 people a month, I can only be so selective about who my guests are, right? And listeners, while they still listen you know, you can only have so many like guests that are subpar before it's like, eh, I'm going to go listen to somebody else. Right. But doing a daily show, you almost have, you have to air it almost. Right. I mean, I've had a number of shows, a few, not many though, that we haven't aired, but 
if I had been doing less shows, I would not, there's many shows I would not have aired. So I would have had deeper conversations. I would have segmented those conversations. So it's like when you and I get on together to have an interview, you already know, hey, we're going to talk about these three topics that I know you're an expert in. And we're going to spend like this 10 or 15 minutes just talking about that. You know, and we're going to go in deeper about that thing. And then that's going to turn into a show, right? And then we're going to have another segment that's about this other topic, right? And then we're going to go deeper on that topic as well, right? And that's going to be another show, right? So then I may even have another day that's like the whole show together, right? So I can still do daily content, but I can have more rich conversations, deeper conversations, and have to have less guests so I can have higher quality guests, right? It's less problem now for us to find guests. You know, obviously, like people want to be on the show now, but that took a long time for that. Like we were sending 300 emails to get 30 people on in the beginning, you know, and now, you know, it's very different. Like people are coming to us now, but that doesn't mean they're all qualified to be on the show either. Right. And so I'm transitioning now to almost what I just told you, because my time is, is more valuable now as well. And I can't spend so much time doing interviews. Right. And I'm going to have other people, you know, on the team that are doing some of these interviews as well, but still, I want to produce a better show. Right. I want it to be better content. I want it to be more educational, more in-depth conversations, but with higher quality guests as well. Mm -hmm. And so you know, looking back to knowing what I know now, if I hadn't been married or had had kids, I just said, Hey, I'm going to do two a day. Like, really? Like, I'm going to figure out how to do two a day, you know? But I know now, like, if I had tried that, there's no way I could have kept up. It, like, I could not, even, even me only doing interviews, there's no way I could have kept up with that while still working full time and trying to do deals and all the mess. You know that, the story. But if I was doing it full time, and I wasn't married or kids, man, I, yeah, I'd figure out how to do two a day. I Because because you could do, let's say you did two long interviews on Monday, two long interviews on Tuesday, and then the rest of the week, you were preparing for your next Monday and Tuesday. Or let's say you spent another half a day preparing for the next Monday and Tuesday interviews. We still got half the week to do other stuff, you know, and you can still make plenty of segments out of those four long interviews for like two days, you know, two shows a day. I'm mean, just saying there's ways to do that and be very creative. But if I did have kids and, and wife, I would go back to the longer, you know, let's say it's even 45 minutes to an hour segment, but I have it broken up in let's say 10 to 15 minute increments, right? Where we spend just a few minutes about your background, those things, but not focusing so much on like, tell me your backstory. Tell me how you got into real estate, right? Like, you know, I'm going to share with listeners why you're qualified to be on. You're going to share a little bit, but, you know, we're not going to spend half the interview talking about your path to real estate, you know? So, you know, we're going to spend a few minutes on that. Then it's going to be like, okay, you know, like you're an expert in this. Well, I want to know how you did this. And we're going to dive in on that thing. Whitney, and I hear where you're coming from. You want to spend more time on a specific topic of expertise of your interview. By the same token, what I found is that many people connect better when, when they can relate. Oh, I'm a former teacher. I became a syndicator. Oh, he's a teacher. I am a professor in college. Yeah, yeah. I can do it too. So you can't really skip that. You still need that segment of the bio. But maybe, yeah, maybe not spread out more than, I don't know, three, five minutes. I don't know what the time yeah, is. I agree completely. They do need to connect with that guest for sure. I think that's wise. 
And again, if you were to do it, would you do it like DIY or would you hire a team out? And when I say DIY, I mean, build your own team like you did and like you're offering services now, or would you just have someone who is in that field? Oh, this XYZ podcasting offers the service. Should I hire them? Should I hire a witness team to do mine? If I was doing a weekly show, I'd probably find somebody myself that knows how to do it all. You know, like I would not do it myself. It's just not the best and highest use of your time, you know? But like you might hire a virtual assistant that could do most of the podcast production. That's what I mean. Building the VA team yourself Mm -hmm. or just outsourcing it to someone who already does it, cookie cutter, which is more expensive. So I would price both because there's definitely pros and cons to both with somebody that's in-house like if you hire somebody personally like you don't use a production company you're going to be able to make changes faster just like property management almost right i mean it's the same thing you're going to be able to make changes faster when you're the manager you can make changes faster you can put things in motion faster you can try different things and see how they you know like you can do those things and mess around a little bit maybe it takes your person 30 more minutes well okay you're paying them however much an hour well okay you know like you're making that decision really quickly as opposed to you know, going through a production company, that's going to be more cookie cutter, you know, like, like we're going to try to make, like our team's going to try to do the show exactly how you want. You want to make changes. They're going to try to do it, you know, but it's still going to happen faster. If you're talking directly to that individual, that's doing all your production one per like working for you, but that's potentially going to be more expensive. You know, I don't, I don't know. So you have to, I think you're going to, you're going to benefit either way by having a podcast, whether, you know, you go either of those routes, as long as you are not editing the audio and video yourself. I have no interest in doing that. Okay. No, this is helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Real Estate Syndication Show. Please subscribe and like the show. Share it with your friends so we can help them as well. Don't forget, go to lifebridgecapital.com where you can sign up and start investing in real estate today. Have a blessed day.